Welcome to the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay. This is your positive path for spiritual living. Back in the 1800s, when Charles and Myrtle Fillmore were first being inspired to create what we now call the Unity Way of Life, they believed first and foremost that every one of us had, you could say, a hidden identity, a forgotten identity, that in spiritual reality, we were nothing less than the presence and the power of Christ, not limited to a man who lived some 2,000 years ago, but understood as the divine inheritance, the divine identity of every one of us. So the moment that you begin to recognize, I'm not who or what I thought I was. I'm something greater. I'm something more. I'm something grander. I'm something of unlimited capacity. The moment this new understanding of yourself is given birth in the humility of your heart, a very interesting thing begins to happen. Now, we've been spending the last several weeks in the experience of Advent looking at the qualities and understanding the nature of this divine identity long forgotten but now remembered. On Christmas morning, hopefully, all of us will awaken with a deeper understanding of the truth of who and what we are. We'll know that we're not limited by the definitions that have been enforced upon us by the authorities and the organizations outside and around us, but rather we have a divine identity. Now, once you begin to recognize that you are, in fact, this Christ capacity, An interesting thing then begins to unfold. Christmas becomes not an activity that is celebrated on a calendar once a year, but rather something that is celebrated every single moment, every day, every morning of your eternal life. It is in the pages of this book by Charles Fillmore, the co-founder of Unity with his wife Myrtle in 1889, that we find the original Unity teaching of the 12 powers. Now, as the years progressed, what was discovered was that this 12-power understanding, this, this whole methodology, was hard for people to understand quite often. It was very esoteric and very mystical. And so what began to happen under the succeeding generation, namely a man by the name of Lowell Fillmore, the eldest son of Charles and Myrtle Fillmore, was that this understanding of the divine capacity within all of us became popularized. And so during the 1950s and 60s, Unity experienced some of its greatest and grandest growth. But all of this can still be traced to the understanding, which I believe now in the collective consciousness of humanity, we are ready to grasp fully. There are 12 different centers of power in your physical body, each one represented by one of the disciples of Jesus. So it begins with this recognition, which is in the upper... um, area of your head, the crown of your head, that you begin to get this idea, I'm something more than I thought I was. I'm something more than I told, that I have been told I was. And I'm going to allow that to be birthed in my conscious awareness. Through that Christ awareness, through the divine awareness, we begin to activate many different spiritual qualities that dwell within us. Those qualities begin with faith. That is the ability to believe in things that you cannot see. Because let me tell you something this morning that you may or may not be aware of. We often say, 
that we will believe it when we see it. Anybody ever said that before? I'll believe it when I see it. Faith says you will see it when you believe it. That everything you're currently experiencing in your reality right now is the result of your current belief system, and you are free to alter, to change your belief system anytime you choose. And the moment that you change a belief, which is nothing more or less than a collection of thoughts, you will change your reality. The way we change the world is by changing our understanding of ourselves, by changing the beliefs that we've been holding, especially beliefs that may involve lack or limitation. The next um, of the 12 powers, the divine qualities within us, is strength. And I'm not talking about human effort here. I'm talking about what happens when we still ourselves allow this understanding of the presence of the Christ that we are to emerge. A divine strength becomes us. We would not stand shy in the face of any circumstance in our life because we know that we are not leaning on our own personal efforts. If this morning as you approach the holiday season there is anything in your life that you are approaching from the idea of your personal power, please be willing to release it and recognize that through your consent and through your relaxation, isn't that good news? Through your, relax, through your chilling out the divine begins to pour forth through you as unlimited strength. Next, we have wisdom. And I'm not talking here about your intellect in particular. I'm talking about an access that we all have to divine wisdom that can lead and guide our journey through life when we are not dependent on our own perspective or on our own understanding, but rather we are opening up to allow the wisdom of God to express as us. Some consider perhaps the most powerful of these divine attributes to be that of love. And I'm not talking about love in the way that most of us use the word. I'm not talking about a love that is dependent in any way, shape, or form on conditions outside of us. I'm talking about at the end of the day, and friends, in this holiday season, I know for myself and likely for you, there are people upon which you have been holding grudges people that you feel have betrayed you, hurt you, and harmed you. But the reality is, from your spiritual perspective, you are a manifestation of unconditional love. And no matter how difficult it gets with this cast of characters out here throughout the holiday season, if you remember, you are the creation of divine love, which is unconditional in nature, what your heart is really longing to do, and I would question anybody that challenges me on this, and you don't hear me say that very often, you want to love. Underneath it all, you want to love because you're born to love, because you're created to love in a way that is unconditional. The next of the 12 powers is power itself. And again, we're not talking about a kind of aggression here or a demonstrative sense of power. We're talking about power that comes from the stillness and the center of your being. There is no physical activity involved in it. You recognize that you right now in this moment are powerful beyond nature. The next and one of the most beautiful of these spiritual attributes is that of imagination. Imagination. 
And it ties closely into the understanding of what you believe. That is that you are free to utilize your imagination and to believe in that which you can imagine. All the great accomplishments of the world of time and space have been made by people who tapped into their divine quality of imagination and then believed in what they imagined and brought it forth. This very room, the seats that you're sitting in, the clothes that you're wearing, it all started in someone's imagination. And this imagination faculty, like all of the 12 powers, is unlimited in nature. The next divine quality is understanding. This is another important one to remember during the holiday season, my friends. You were born to understand, which means that you were born to be compassionate. And right now, the world needs compassion and understanding. And if you don't bring it to bear in your own personal life, especially through this holiday season, compassion, understanding, understanding and compassion, they are both roadways to unconditional love. If you don't bring it forth, I got news for you. No one else is. We might be waiting for that Savior to show up outside of us, but the Savior has already made itself clear within each and every human heart. The next is will. Every one of us in this room at some time or another has been gifted with a divine idea that accompanied with it this attribute of will, that is the ability to bring it forth, to walk through all manner of circumstances, adversities, challenges, and obstacles, to allow it to come forth. And again, remember, these qualities are not coming from your understanding of yourself as a human, na human nature or a human being. They are coming from this new awareness. They are under the orchestration, the auspices, the direction of your new identity, which is now an unlimited awareness of yourself as Christ, as the divine blueprint in physical manifestation. Jesus did not come into this world, my friends, to prove that he was different from you. He came into this world to show you who you are. He did not ever say, worship me. He said, follow me. Get up and follow me. Look at my life, my teaching and my ministry. Don't worship me, don't idolize me. Recognize that my story is your story right now in this moment today, and most especially at this season of Christmas. The next quality is order. Everybody take a big, deep breath with me. <sighs> Let go all of your cares and concerns about whether or not you're going to get everything done before Christmas morning, because guess what? <laughs> and this is going to be startling for you, so brace yourself. You are not here to manage the universe. You're not. The universe is being managed quite well, I might add. So why don't you let go of the need for personal control and demand and dictate and start allowing this to work through you? You're part of the same orchestration that is uncovering and, and evolving an entire cosmos. I do believe you can trust that. Certainly at least one day out of the year. Next is zeal. Zeal, enthusiasm. It's thrilling, my friends, when you remember who you are. Because there's nothing like laying aside all of those old, outdated, outworn, useless understandings of who you are. They're not needed anymore. This Christmas is your moment to rise up and to recognize, to remember this reality that 
you are. And when you do that, oh my God, you're never going to want to put that alarm clock on snooze again. When you wake up in the morning, you're going to be alive. You're going to be on fire. You're going to be dancing through the streets. This Christmas morning, your family and friends will think you've gone absolutely nuts. But what you will be able to know is that you have remembered who you are, and there is an exhilaration. It fills every atom and cell of your body and being when you make this recollection. The next power is renunciation. You right now in this room, as you accept this new identity of yourself, as you cast aside the understanding of yourself as a mere mortal being, you have the ability to let go of anything. The power is renunciation. The power is release. And sometimes we feel chained by things we don't feel like we can let go of. We don't feel our spiritual independence. But there is nothing right now in this room that you cannot let go of. And in fact, there's a strong likelihood, if not an inevitability, that right now there is something that's being asked within you for you to let go of. Think about that for a moment. What is it that is being called for you to release this Christmas? And once you recognize what it is you're being called to release, know that you have the power to release it. There is nothing like renunciation. There is nothing like letting go. And the moment that you release, you're free. So whatever chains or burdens you may perceive yourself to be carrying into this time of year, let them go. And finally, we end with the divine attribute of life. And I'm not talking about the life that began the day you were born. I'm not talking about the life that ends the day you depart from this physical expression. We're all here but for a short and fleeting moment, and let me just reiterate that. This holiday season, please join me in embracing and celebrating each and every moment, no matter what your personal diagnosis of that moment might be, because it's a real gift to be alive. It's a real gift to be able to translate the experiences that are happening around you through the miracle of your five senses. It's such a miracle. It's such a gift to be able to taste, to be able to touch, to be able to see, to be able to hear, to be able to embody this divine understanding of yourself as made in the image and likeness of God and bring it into every experience. The moment, my friends, is now. The opportunity is now. And what do you know? It's Christmas. So let us move beyond the mere celebration of this holiday in an external fashion. Let us recommit to the understanding as Charles and Myrtle Fillmore did so many years ago. We are more than we have ever perceived ourselves to be. We are beautiful, individualized expressions of the Christ presence, just as Jesus was. And I'll tell you something else. That essence, that understanding, that consciousness of the Christ is in this room right now. It is speaking through me, and it is speaking through you, and it is saying but one thing. Merry Christmas. Let's all wake up. God bless you. Happy holidays. I love you. Isn't he amazing? Aren't we blessed to have Reverend Chris? Didn't you love the kids too? Weren't they fantastic? I think I saw Mary taking selfies with the shepherds in the back and 
My favorite was the little star, the little shooting star. He was running all over the place. Uh, and the amazing Raul for having the patience beyond all. He's just amazing. Another round of applause for them, please. I feel short. I'm never here without heels. I feel so short. Um, so it is now time for our prosperity opportunity. We are so blessed to be spiritually fed by the music and, of course, the message this morning and the children. So if you want to be in the flow of not only receiving but giving, now is your opportunity to give back to this amazing community. We have giving envelopes in front of you. If you want to go green, please text UOTB to 73256. UOTB 73256. We'll put that number up on the screens. You know, I mean, if you came in here feeling like a sad emoji and now you're a heart emoji, think about that while you're preparing your gifts. If you walked in here like the Grinch, you're walking out like Santa. Think about that when you're preparing your gift. You know, if you came in here like bah humbug and now you're like Jose Feliciano, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Think about that while you're, you're preparing your gift. Giving is a sacred demonstration of your prosperity, so I'm going to give you a few moments in silence to prepare your gift. We thank you for your gift. Let's bless these gifts by putting our gift to our hearts. Together, divine love that I am, blessed is all that I give and all that I receive. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay a spiritual community located in Miami, Florida. Unity on the Bay is supported by the generosity of its community. If you'd like to make a donation or learn more about Unity on the Bay, please visit unityonthebay.org. You can also follow Unity on the Bay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for even more positive spiritual inspiration. Until next time, thanks for listening and many blessings. Namaste.